As Scott mentioned in the two-minute drill, the Rising Stars game tonight featuring three of your OKC Thunder players, Chet Holmgren, Jalen Williams, Kaysan Wallace. I think this is kind of a fun event. I do. I've, I've always enjoyed the Rising Stars game. It's, you know, I, I think you just get a chance maybe to see some of the younger players in a more prominent type of setting, right? And, yes. I, you know, I, I don't think it's by any means like game seven no. of, of a playoff series, but not at all. I think it has more oomph than, than the NBA All-Star game itself. It's, um, you know, even going back to the early stages of what was it, the rookie challenge, I think when it first came on board, you know, there are certain individuals that just eat up all-star game spots because they are more popular and more famous. And this game has always been fun to me because you're able to go and see some of the guys that maybe quite haven't, not all the way played to an all-star level, but maybe that some that have and this, there's just not room for them or space for them. And this is their chance to go and kind of show off what their skill set is. But, yeah, I mean, I the first time that I remember being just completely like, wow, let, think about this and the type of guys that are in it. I mean, that I think that first year, I know Penny played in it, and there was like Jamal Mashburn who was, you know, a, a budding superstar for the Mavericks, and they were playing – like Chris Weber from the Warriors at the time, and I, th- I think uh, like Isaiah Ryder, I remember, was a part of that team as well. <laughs> so you just had these up-and-coming guys that you just knew, all right, this is what the not just the future of the league looks like, but these guys are going to be dominant players here coming up uh, very soon, yeah. and they, they all get to run against each other. It's just fun watching a bunch of young guys get to play against each other, not even of the older guard. There have yeah. been some big I, names I, I come out of that with game. The, yeah, like Danielle Marshall. A ton of them, yeah. <laughs> okay, not all of them. <laughs> Danielle Marshall was awesome. UConn great, Danielle Marshall. UConn great, that's right. Yeah. I mean, come on, Eddie Jones. It's it. Laker great, Eddie Jones. Laker huh? great, Eddie Jones. Where did he play, yes. Temple? Eddie Jones. Is he a Temple Owl? Mm, yes, Temple. Okay. Man, I had to dig in the memory banks for that one. That was like last night. Someone posted a video deep of, and I this name is a name that I hadn't heard in years until last night. Someone posted a video of Randolph Childress and what a badass he was. I'm like, oh my oh, god, I had yeah. not heard that name in forever. And was he a freaking baller at Wake? He was a stud. Yeah, he was. He wore the really baggy white undershirt. Oh, yeah. Brian Reeves played in this game in 96. Randolph Childress was a dude at Wake. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's a fun game. I think it's – we've reached a point where – and I I told you this yesterday – but I think that you know the three-point contest has become way more intriguing than the dunk contest, and there have been some some surprises I think in the dunk contest. 
from time to time, but we've been on a pretty big stretch overall where I think it's it's fallen a lot more flat than than maybe what what you expect it to be. And the three point contest, I think, probably has just a certain level of consistency where that might be the the premier event of Saturday night. But yeah, the the young guns being able to duel it out, and and I think this format with the the three the four team three game mini tournament mm-hmm. is fun as well. Yes, I agree with that. I do I do like how they've mixed that up a little bit. Now, it still doesn't mean that's going to be a big ratings winner or anything else. And the game itself isn't really a big ratings winner. I don't know what it's going to be like this year, but, I mean, it's done nothing but go down. I think three years ago it was pulling like a 3-1 nationally. Last year it was like a 2.5. There's some that think that this year it may not even get like a 2 in a national rating. So we'll see, but it's, not, it's never really necessarily been about the TV rating for me. In whether and determining whether or not that this entire weekend still matters or not. Yeah, breaking we are news. we are going oh, breaking guess, news right now oh. on the Blitz eleven seventy. So a little bit of breaking news. I've got second round of the Genesis Invitational here on the TV in the studio, and Tiger Woods was on the seventh hole and is now on a golf cart on his way to the clubhouse. So scanning Twitter, of course, I don't have the sound up, so I can't hear anything. But looking at Twitter, it appears he is withdrawing. You know, he had that shot yesterday where, I mean, he looked like me. I mean, it was the biggest shank I think that I've ever seen Tiger hit right off the hill. You could tell how bad that it was. And he said that in the middle of that swing, he was having back spasms. This has been a problem for him for how long now? Decades. And and when he was asked about it, his response was, well, yeah, what do you expect? My back is fused. So I deal with these and they pop up from time to time. I, I hate it. I hate it because he looks, because of the surgery that he had this past offseason, he navigates the course. It's night and day difference from what we saw here in town. I mean, it's not even close to what we see him laboring. With, it was painful following him. Yeah, with a gate like his yeah. the limp and the gait that he had. Uh, I, I mean, he looks great from that perspective. His swing looks much much better than what it did. But I, this is just going to be a consistent with him, and it's the genesis. Okay, this isn't. There's a part of me that thinks that he probably would still give it a go if it wasn't just the genesis. But this is this is what we have to expect now from from Tigerland every time that we watch him play. Sucks, but that's just where we're at. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been doing this forever and the the just wear of your body alone has taken a toll on top of, you know, all of the issues that he's had. And I mean, the fact that you even get any version of Tiger Woods is somewhat of a miracle, isn't it? Yeah, like everyone needs to just treat with great uh, respect and awe of if you get an opportunity to watch him like a full round, you know? Because it's it's not going to be a given that he makes it through every single tournament that he tries to enter. Yeah, he's on the cart now. You can tell he's invisible pain like you can tell on his face that well i i just hope that it's still back spasms and not something else that he's done now out there trying to play 
whatever it is, you hope that the, this doesn't prevent him from. Yeah, Augusta's right around the corner. Being a part of the Augusta field, right? Well, and if and if it is back spasms and he's had a few issues here, Tiger is <laughs> dead certain to shut it down now to not try to even bleep up any opportunity. Wow, the lights just flashed here about the time. <laughs> mess up any type of opportunity for him to play at Augusta. Well, that's unfortunate, and it's going to... The crazy thing is, is is this probably shines a much bigger light on him, I think, going into the Masters than, than if he hadn't withdrawn, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Mission is accomplished for him, by the way, this weekend, which was, I'm here to promote my new clothing brand. Sunday yeah. Red. Not Sunday Red, Sunday Red. And he's not a fan of pickles. And he's not a fan of pickles. We we found that you see out. See that video? I did see that yeah. video. Yeah. Taking the pickles off his burger. Which look, I I like pickles, but I don't like them on a burger. So I do the same thing. I just don't throw them away. I eat them separately. I like pickles on a burger. I do too. I don't like tomatoes yeah. on a burger. No, I don't either. Yeah. Throw that devil fruit off. Done I'm keeping the tomato. You don't like them on a burger or just period? I don't like them, period. Okay. I don't like them on anything. Okay. I All agree. Right. Devil's spawn. Then you got those little slimy devil seeds that are inside those things. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm in on the tomato, and I like pickles, just not on the burger itself. But Tiger's not a fan at all. God, that's the trash man. they go. That sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Anyway, Rising Stars Challenge and uh, the NBA All-Star Weekend right around the corner. And the only other comment I was going to make is I, I always enjoy like going back and looking at the stretches of All-Star teams and how you kind of have these, like like 75% of the roster or so is somewhat of a staple for about a decade. Right, and you have these these other guys that, that maybe will come come and go but, but a lot of the all-star rosters will be a staple for a certain period of time, and then you start to see some of that group phased out and you get these new guys in. Yes. And I feel like the last couple of years we've kind of been in that, that transition of the previous staples of like the last 10 years of all-star games are slowly being phased out and we're getting new guys kind of taking those spots and, and starting to put together consecutive all-star honors how long was the jason kidd kobe k kg tim duncan shack yeah gary payton chris weber iverson um alonzo morning version of all-star games i mean it just seemed like that that and reggie miller thrown in there with ray allen like all of those guys just seemed like that they were all-stars for for 10 or 15 years solid Yeah, and and the the stretch that we're coming out of, I mean, it's it's really like LeBron and KD that are sticking around. Anthony Davis, a part of that, probably Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are on the later stages. We've already phased out guys like James Harden and Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul and Clay Thompson, right? And yeah, we're seeing we're seeing that. Uh, that core group that's kind of been around for a period of time 
slowly mm-hmm. make its way out. That's right. And as Steve McGeehee, who joined us yesterday from Indianapolis, said, how many more does LeBron have? That's a good-looking question. I don't know. I mean, that if he were to ever come out and say, hey, this is my last year, he would still get voted in oh, yeah. to participate. As long as he's still playing, he'll get voted in. Yeah, I think so. He's just got to make the decision. Man, I'll tell you what, the, at the level that he's playing at the age that he's at right now, I mean, I guess things could fall off on my man at any point in time, and he could get hurt. But, I mean, the way that he looks right now, is it out of the realm of possibility that he could be playing another two years, three years? Yeah, I think that's that's absolutely possible. I mean, they only owe him like $50 million this year, so... <laughs> and he's in he's in load management. I mean, uh, one billion percent. He's going to be in load management anywhere he goes. All in on self preservation to I think extend this as long as he possibly can. Yeah. So. Hey, by the way, I got a uh, here's a text off of the neuropathy treatment clinic of Oklahoma text line because my first struggle meal in college was I would go to Taco Mayo. Oh, baby, Taco Mayo. Yes. Taco Mayo, me baby. Let's go. Uh, I would get four tacos for a dollar. Boy, those were the days. I can remember when you could get the 12 taco platter, like the party tacos. You get 12 of them for like three bucks at Taco Mayo. Oh, it was yeah. glorious. Oh, yeah. Said so I'd get four tacos for a dollar, so I'd have eight tacos, and I'd put them in a giant bowl and crunch them up and make them into a taco salad. <laughs> then as finances got better, I'd moved up to Taco Bueno, where I'd get a bean burrito and a soft beef taco, and I would open up the bean burrito and put the soft beef taco in it and re-roll it back up, and we called it a super burrito. <laughs> I like that. that is, I love the... Somebody I, give this man a prize. I love the four tacos, and I crunched it up to make a taco salad. That is spectacular. The brilliance displayed in this... Incredible. Oh, we would also go to uh, Taco Bueno and ask them if they could give us a cup of sauce. And they would literally put enough sauce like in a soft drink cup and put a lid on it. And we would keep that in the fridge and use that (laughs) for sauce because they didn't charge you for it. (laughs) That's true. They we would, had a drawer full of just condiments from every fast food restaurant you can imagine. Oh, yeah, big Ziploc bag. Still do. Oh, yeah. Yep. Still do. As a matter of fact, I think about six months ago, I went and found the old taco sauce packet and uh, ripped open that bad boy, and it had been in there way, way too long <laughs> because it was a color that I didn't recognize anymore. Well, I told you guys recently that I did a purge and That's right, you did. The insane amounts of of fast food condiments that I threw away. I was just, I I was over it. We had so many. I just I chunked them all. <laughs> when like, we're better than this. When we're better than this. And you know what? It'll be rebuilt, but sometimes you got to hit the reset button. When they're pouring out of the drawer, like I open the drawer and like they just fall out cuz they're mounded in there. It's like, all right. Enough's enough. Yeah. I might and we use it. all the bags as the mini trash sacks for the like mini trash cans. I might oh, yeah, the bathroom. Giant taco salad. Yeah. That sounds decent. 
Yeah, that doesn't sound like a bad Friday evening meal. Might have to hit up the uh, Taco Tico on the way out. Taco Tico, <laughs> wow. <laughs> the wheels are turning, my friend. That's the wheels a name I've not heard. Is there, there's a Taco Tico, Scott, in Claremore, believe it or not. Wow. Man, that's a much closer drive than Wichita. So I don't I'll bet it's been 30 years since I've had Taco Tico. The, yeah, the one at 21st closed, I guess. That was the last one that was here, but yeah. Taco there Tico. used to be one in Shawnee. That was the last one I had. <laughs> there was a Taco Tico in Wagner. <laughs> wow. All right, we've got to take a timeout. The Doc, Chris Crane, joins us next here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.